You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. As you can probably hear, I am recording this in the car. So firstly, there's no need to worry. I'm not sat holding my phone. I've got this on hands-free. And the reason for it really is just because we're constantly talking to our clients about utilizing dead time in their schedules. So when it comes to um, optimizing your day, when it comes to making the good choices easy and the bad choices hard, one of the things we look at is, you know, how can you use the time that you're spending doing something anyway that's quite passive? How can we use that to help you do things that are useful, basically. So whether that is listening to a podcast like this, whether it's listening to an audiobook, whether it's batching your meals, training at a certain time of day, you, uh, arranging your nutrition in a way that helps you manage your hunger and manage your adherence, all these things are part of building a lifestyle that is enjoyable, that supports your performance both mentally and physically and all that sort of stuff, all that sort of boring or exciting stuff depending on what, the, what way you look at it. And so it's occurred to me that um, as part, basically as part of upping my training frequency. So I've been doing an experiment lately um, in discussions with my coach where rather than training four times a week at, with slightly longer sessions, I'm now training six times a week with shorter sessions. And that reduces the sort of the resistance I have to training. Um, it allows me to keep a really consistent routine in the morning. So there's no longer this, you know, am I training tomorrow? Yes or no. I just train Monday to Saturday. Um, and it allow it means that I'm moving every day, which just tends to just make me feel better. I find that once I've trained, I'm more productive. My concentration's better. I just feel better in general. So what that means is I now have a pretty consistent car journey in the morning where, um, I guess I, I can use to produce some content for you guys. So that's what I'm going to experiment with doing. Now, um, this will be a bit different to the regular podcasts we do, and those podcasts aren't going to stop. This is just going to be an additional thing. Um, and the audio quality may not be quite as good. So if that's the case, and if it's so bad that it bothers you, let me know. Um, drop, drop us an email, admin at com, and let us know what you think. Um, but really, I suppose, as long as you can, my perspective is, as long as you can hear me, um, as long as there's no sort of awful cracking or popping or um, it's, it's, it's so inaudible that it's, you're just, you decide that you hate us and you're never going to listen again, then I, I take the attitude that I would rather get more frequent content and hopefully something that is valuable to you guys rather than um, have, have less frequent podcasts and worry about there being perfect audio quality. So anyway, ramble over. Um, I want to talk today about what's happened to me over the past 72 hours. And last night I got off a plane after having spent the weekend in Dublin. So as I record this, it is just following a back holiday here in the UK. And um, I spent the weekend on a stag do in Dublin for 72 hours. Now, it's actually the first stag do I've ever been on. Um, it's, I guess I'm getting to that point in my life where a lot of my friends are engaged or starting to get married. Um, and so it's, a, it's becoming more and more of a frequent thing. Um, and I was there with, as opposed with any stag do, um, there with like a blend of people. Some people you have no idea who they are. Some people who you've known for a very long time and uh, the full mix, I suppose. 
which is part of what makes Stag so interesting. And basically, it was 72 hours of not very much sleep, uh, lots of lots of food, lots of calories, lots of alcohol, and lots of Guinness. And I actually developed a bit of a liking for Guinness while I was there, to be honest. Like, I've never really given it a fair shot. Now, I'm sure if there's anywhere in the world where I'm going to like Guinness, it is Dublin. Um, but I, I actually quite liked it. But the point point of this is, is this, really. So while I was there, um, I was with a, a, a guy who is uh, currently a client, very good friend of mine, lived with him at uni. He's probably even listening to this. His name's Dan. And uh, he, he pointed out, like, do you remember when, uh, when we were at uni and you used to... Um, used to just have white wine. You just have used just to have uh, like gin and gin and slimline tonic and vodka and diet coke whenever we drank, because you were worried about the calories and worried about the, the fitness impact. Um, and I, to be honest, like I do remember, but I, I hadn't really thought about it in a long time. Um, mainly because I think over over my fitness journey and as my my goals have evolved and as my sort of experiences have evolved, I've started to care less about that stuff. Not because. I've given up on nutrition or because I think it's not important just because I think my attitude towards managing your routine and managing your goals has changed a little bit. So what I mean by that is, is two things. Um, and I'm going to talk about them, um, in two podcasts basically. So one of them is, is just the focus on the relentless focus on leanness, the relentless focus on physical appearance, um, which I'm going to talk about next time. Um, and, and the other side is is just having a fitness approach, having a set of strategies and systems that are supportive to your lifestyle rather than damaging. And what I mean by that is this, really. So I, I often find that when it comes to things like a stag do or a holiday or anything where the odds are pretty much against you, like stacked so hard against you that it makes it really difficult to be adhering. One of the worst things you can do is to try and force some kind of fitness approach in into that process. So when it comes to this last weekend, um, I didn't train over those 72 hours, obviously, so I missed some training sessions. Consequently, I've just had a pretty average training session this morning. Um, my sleep took a hit. My nutrition took a hit. Um, I pretty much did everything contrary to the advice that I typically give for, like, in general when it comes to managing my nutrition. Like, it was, from a theoretical perspective, a really poorly managed 72 hours. But what I think it allows me to do is I'm able to just go there and be take part in the stag do as everyone else would expect me to, as anyone else would expect anyone to, but I'm not there for the purposes of my fitness and my nutrition. I'm not making a decision to go because I think it'll be good for my diet or my powerlifting total. I'm going because it's one of my friends stag dudes and he's invited me there and it's a, I guess, like a celebration of him getting married and him getting engaged. And so there comes a point where in a situation like that, we're trying to force a nutrition strategy, trying to force a training approach, trying to be restrictive is actually just damaging in all areas. Like I realistically wouldn't have been able to track my calories or hit my calories without just giving, you know, being, being different to what I would um, normally do in those situations. You know, I would have to have had, to, I would have had, had, I would have had to not drink 
or I would have had to eat differently or I would have had to go to bed early to ensure I got my, my seven plus hours. And sure, like I would have limited a lot of the damage, but I would have probably damaged my experience on the stag do and I would have also probably made it a bit awkward for everybody else is the reality. And you can take the approach of like, oh, you know, you're not trying hard enough, Johnny. You don't deserve the results if you're not willing to not drink or manage your calories or whatever. But I'm not saying that this is an approach that I think you should use all the time. I'm not saying that every time there's a night out or a meal out or a wedding or whatever, that that's an excuse to drop all of your guidelines and things that you normally do. It's just that when, you know, like me, I'm going to assume that this is you if you're listening to this, you are pretty damn consistent 99% of the time in the context of your life. Like most days you track your calories, you get plenty of sleep, you're really consistent with your training and your lifestyle, your habits, all those things. Sometimes it's not worth the stress or the effort to try and thumb in these things when it is almost impossible to do so without creating some kind of social disruption, especially when it's a matter of days. So this really comes back to and comes down to this idea of having a systems-based approach rather than a strict plan. So one of the reasons that we advocate these, the set of principles that we, that we have in, in our appropriate protocol product program is that it allows you not to have cheat days or be unreasonable with these things, but just to have a higher level understanding of why these things, you know, if you let, if you let your, you know, relax your guidelines for 72 hours or a week or even a fortnight, there's ways you can manage that around that time, before and after that time. There's things you can do and decisions you can make during that time to, to limit the damage, but also it's about living a life that you enjoy rather than restricting the rest of your life for the sake of abs or a bigger total. And I think fitness is only really something that's worth pursuing when it benefits your life and it makes the rest of your life better. Because ultimately, looking better, feeling better, performing better is useless if it damages the rest of your experiences, if it makes you feel worse the rest of the time, if it damages your relationships, the time that you have with friends and family and all those sorts of things. And I'm not, what I'm not saying here, what I really don't want this to come across as is you need to drink to have fun, because I don't think that's the case at all. But if that's something that you would normally do, if that's something that you would want to do, but you feel like your fitness pursuits are preventing it, then maybe you need a different approach. So the question for you this is where in your fitness journey where in what you're doing right now are you damaging your experiences for the sake of your just parking <laughs> where are you damaging your experiences for the sake of your calorie targets for the sake of in your training where could you be a bit more flexible where could you give yourself a bit more leeway and what's coming up in your schedule that you think is, is going to be better to just relax for that unit of time rather than try and fight against it and put a fitness and a training approach in that isn't sustainable.